Good evening and welcome to another episode of Allie Likes to Write. Um, the, today's episode, or rather this episode, is um, just going to be a short blurb about me. And I think just sort of discovering who I am as a writer and really filling out what God's purpose for me is um, a, as a writer in this world and how grateful and thankful I am for this. We had the opportunity to come up here to the lovely mountains in um, just outside of Boone, North Carolina, and it's amazing. Um, the drive up here was beautiful. It had just rained. In fact, it, it rained on us a little bit coming up, and we hit a dirt road, and the sunshine came out, and you could just see all the colors come into life. It was like the, the rain had washed away all the dirt and all the ugly and just brought everything out and made it radiant and beautiful and I remember thanking God the whole way up the mountain and then seeing our cabin again it was just such a huge blessing and immediately when I got here it took me maybe a half hour but um, I grabbed my hand pan which is like a steel drum sort of instrument if you've never heard one um, stay tuned because I'm planning to do a podcast about it pretty soon called on handpan and depression but anyways I grabbed that handpan and went out front to the creek that runs in front of the cabin and just sat there and played and played and prayed and prayed and praised and praised while I was sitting there and um a thought came to me about um about how I'm inspired to write what I write and who I am as a person factors in so much And I think it's probably that way for all writers. We write what we know, right? And then a lot of times we write to find out what we know. And in the process, we discover more of who we are and and, and God's purpose for our lives. And as I was sitting there playing the handpan, I had this huge smile on my face. And I felt like if anybody was watching me, they would just think I was insane because I was laughing and happy and just um, sort of that thrilled to be alive type of feeling but I kept thinking in my mind I just kept thinking about who I am as a writer and how how much this sort of sometimes silly artsy type personality of mine plays into it and the creativity and um and listening to God and listening to the music it sort of it sort of just pulls me along and it sort of shows me what I need for um, to write about. Um, since you've been listening, if you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I've been doing, trying to do a story a day. I haven't really been doing a story every day, but pretty, pretty um, regularly here I've been doing some children's stories and I loved it. I love it. I'm having so much fun with it and I'm really learning to find out what I'm inspired by. And Hopefully in August, I'm going to share some more of this information at a writer's conference and I'll get it all together more in my head and um, hopefully on paper so that other people can kind of follow my crazy thought flow. But um, I've really been excited every morning when I sit down to write and literally just look around. This morning, up here at this beautiful cabin with my family, I looked over and my daddy was sitting there reading his Bible in his favorite comfy chair. And the light was coming out of the lamp early in the morning. It's still kind of dark. And um, and you could just see him sort of glowing while he was reading his Bible and like he does every morning. And um, I said, okay, I'm going to write about that. So 
I wrote a story and um, I will post that. I think I might go ahead and do it in this episode as well. Um, so in just a moment, I'll post that too. But um, it was kind of interesting for me to use what I thought about yesterday, playing the handpan and how God just puts the inspiration right in your heart, right in your face so many times. And he's just like, here, boom, right about that. Um, and to be honest, mostly what I'm comfortable, the most comfortable writing has always been poetry or just a paragraph or two of my personal like reminiscence, um, just things that I think about, things that I feel strongly about. It's not usually been stories or books or anything like that, but because of the COVID quarantines and lockdowns, I decided to write a story every day to hopefully bless some children out there who are stuck at home and bless their parents, really, who are trying to give them different things to do. I know a lot of my mom friends are just, they're my heroes. I don't know how in the world they do what they do, Um, because I know it's hard enough for me with a a sweet little four-year-old, and I just don't know how those ladies do it um, with multiples. And anyways, there's a lot of heroes out there right now, and trying to do the, the stories every morning has been a lot of fun for me, and it's been a huge learning experience. And I've really enjoyed learning how to be inspired and how to take my inspiration, how to find the inspiration, and then how to take it from my eyes, like right in front of my face, and put it into story form. Um, Because like I said before, usually the things that I'm comfortable writing are things that I'm already thinking in my head and just kind of like, I don't know, organizing words in a pretty way that... (laughs) that helps communicate how I'm feeling. Um, but, but stories were a little bit hard for me, but now it's coming a lot easier and it's really fun. So I'm hoping to explore that more and explore more about the handpan in future podcast. And, um, I hope you guys are still enjoying listening to Allie likes to write. And in just a moment, I will also add my story from this morning. Thanks so much for listening and God bless you. Okay, this is called Papa's True Book. The old man sat in his comfy chair, reading. A small lamp attached to the wall over his shoulder shed golden light, giving him just enough to read by. He held his brown leather book close to his face, hiding all but his eyes and the top of his head behind it. A young girl came giggling into the room, golden curls bouncing as she ran. Good morning, Papa, she called and jumped into his lap. The old man smiled and returned the greeting, in more somber tones. Good morning, Molly. Molly touched the book he was still clutching. What are you reading? Can I see? Papa held the book up out of reach with one hand and rubbed his whiskers with the other. Oh no, dear. You're not ready for this one quite yet. This book is special. This, of course, piqued Molly's curiosity. What is it? Read it to me, please. Papa stared at her as if considering, then answered, No, I don't think so. This book is not for light reading. It's a different kind of book, sweet girl. This book, well, he laughed here and rubbed his whiskers again. This book can change your life. After a while, Molly gave up asking him about it and crawled down to play with her toys. She noticed, though, whenever she came to visit Papa, he would be sitting in golden light from the lamp, reading that book. One summer, when Molly was much older, she went to visit Papa on her way home from camp. 
there was the old man, even older now, sitting in his comfy chair reading that same worn brown leather book. Molly walked over to him and kissed him on the head. Good morning, Papa. Papa looked up with a smile and said, Hello, granddaughter. How was summer camp? Molly plopped down on the couch nearby and began to tell him all about it. The songs, the lake where she loved to swim, the chocolate milk, and she even told him about a couple of boys she thought were cute. Papa smiled at her ramblings and started to say something when his phone rang. He was needed at the local escape room. He was quite handy with fixing things, and the escape room owner often called on Papa when something needed to be repaired. Molly had been there with him hundreds of times. Papa said, I'm sorry, Molly, I'll have to go out for a few minutes to the escape room. Would you like to come with me? Molly said, No, I think I'll stay here if that's all right and wait for you. Papa nodded, pushed himself up from the comfy chair, and headed out. Molly grabbed the TV remote and was going to see what was on while waiting. But then she noticed, once again, that worn brown leather book. She recalled what Papa had told her many years ago about it being a special book that could change your life. She stepped over to it and picked it up. The moment she touched it, she felt a peaceful sensation, as if Papa had just given her a warm hug. She ran her fingers over the cover and spine, searching for a title or author or illustration. There were none of those things, only the plain brown leather. Then she opened it. Golden light poured from the book and shone on her face. What kind of book was this? After just a second or two, the light faded and she was able to focus on the words. Maybe the light had been just her imagination. She began to read. The story was a beautiful one and tragic and romantic and hopeful and horrific. She read of a place that was so perfectly beautiful that she couldn't imagine what it was like. Then she read about an evil enemy who tricked the people there and caused them pain. She read about wars and giants and great beasts of the land and the sea. Then there was a sweet romance, a groom-to-be saving his beloved over and over from danger. Then she read how the kind and gentle and brave groom-to-be was wrongly accused and sentenced to death. She was so moved by the story that she shed actual tears, and this is when she heard Papa return. She wasn't sure if she was supposed to be reading his book, so she dropped it back on the side table just as he entered. Papa saw her sitting in his chair, and he noticed something else. He smiled. So you've been reading my book, haven't you? he asked. Molly was startled. How had he known? She smiled and nodded, then blurted out, This poor brave man died to save his love, and now what is she going to do without him? Papa put a hand on her shoulder and said, Don't worry, there is a happy ending. But have you been reading all this time? I've been gone for hours. Maybe you should take a break for a while. Molly nodded and stood up so Papa could sit in his chair, and she stretched her legs. She asked him, How did you know I'd been reading it? Papa pointed to her face. You have a golden glow, my dear. I told you, this book is special. It's such a good story that it fills you with golden sunlight and makes you glow. Molly ran to a nearby mirror, and oddly enough, she saw that what Papa said was true. There was a glimmer, a glow about her. She couldn't stop smiling. This was amazing. Then she thought of something and rushed back to Papa. Um, Papa, if it makes you glow when you read it, how come I never see that happen to you? Papa smiled at her and pointed to the lamp hanging over his shoulder, casting the golden light that he read by every day. He reached up to pull the chain. Nothing happened. He pulled again. Still nothing. 
Molly was confused and looked inside the lamp. There was no light bulb in the lamp at all, but there was still a golden glow about Papa. Oh my, said Molly slowly. She learned that day the power of really good, really true story. The end. Thanks so much for listening to Allie Likes to Write. Have a blessed day.